Welcome to the Student Connect podcast, a podcast to share experiences of university that help to shape us. We are your hosts. I'm Nesta Shingler. I study engineering design and I'm in my final year. And I'm Alex. I'm in the MA Ceramics course and I'm in my first and final year. So this is an introduction episode. It will be shorter than future episodes, but we wanted our listeners a chance to get to know who we are and why we're hosting this podcast. This podcast is created in association with Staffordshire University and hosted by our student communications ambassador team. It's a student-led podcast which shares the experiences of students progressing through university education and inviting experts from a variety of life topics. Along the way, we will endeavor to share our honest stories, sometimes too honest, to help educate and support those who may also be going through similar experiences. So this episode is just going to be about our own student experience. And you can get involved with the podcast on social media. With hashtag Student Connect Podcast or at Staffs Uni. So where are you from, Alex, and how did you actually end up here? So I am uh, Canadian-born, American-raised, um, and I did my undergrad in the States, but then um, during lockdown, there was a lot of self-reflection going on, as I think was the same with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted to uh, get my master's, and my undergrad was in ceramics, so uh, I was looking at programs, and um, Stoke-on-Trent came up a lot. And I found this program at Staffs, and um, I applied and got in and sort of snowballed from there, and here I am. That's really interesting that it was over COVID where you decided that you would move so far away, because for for me, I just wanted to stay local. I didn't want to go too far. Yeah, I don't, you know, fight or flight response, I feel like flight definitely kicked in for me. Yeah, yeah, get out there, do something new. So, tell us your story of how you're here, why you're here. Ah, well, um, I I went to four colleges, never finished a course, and then sort of, I got really frustrated. It was the teaching for me. Um, I didn't like to be spoon-fed everything Mm. that I need to know. Uh, And so I heard about the step-up course, came through, um, did a 10-week course there, and then um, came through clearing. And I didn't end up having to do a foundation degree um, because I was recognised for different interests and skills I've already had. Nice. And yeah, yeah, just jumped straight on my degree. It was really nice, to be honest. And um, now I'm in my final year, a couple of weeks left. And I'm I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked, honestly, how, how the experience has actually changed me. Yeah, yeah. So you have a couple of weeks left. Yeah, yeah. So you're in like the final home stretch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how yeah. how stress levels here? What are we talking? <laughs> Baseline one. You're in a field of flowers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> how far up above that are you right now? Um. So I uh, I don't know. I always think of stress as in like bad stress and like good stress. Some yeah. stress feels like I'm being torn down and some stress feels like I'm being built up. Um, but currently, if one's a, a field of daisies, for example, I'm, I'm like a four, I'm like a five. I'm like feeling the heat, yeah, feeling the heat. Um, but I think that's because um, alongside my studies, I'm also an ambassador and a mentor. 
Yeah, so. you have a lot going on. Too much. <laughs> Too <laughs> much. Uh, but it's actually, I found that having more more responsibilities and commitments stops me from tunnel vision, like, yeah, tunnel visioning into just one thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I am sort of the opposite because uh, I am here like for my ceramics degree. Yeah. And I pretty much, it's, I spend all my time basically in the ceramic studio, but it's very much like you kind of have to, like being a full-time student, you really kind of get sucked into like working and basically treating your degree kind of like a full-time job essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the expectation is to be in the studio and be working and it's been it's been really nice though like okay. it's especially so for like for an artist who like during lockdown I couldn't really work like I don't have a ceramic studio in my backyard yeah, yeah so being able to kind of tunnel in and focus on my art has been really freeing for me oh nice yeah so yeah. it's kind of you know it's it's I feel like I had sort of the opposite experience where I'm like, I just want to focus on on one thing and, like, leave everything else kind of... I'll get to that later. Kind yeah, yeah. Of, which is it's not always the best outlook on life, but, you know, it's working for now. Yeah. <laughs> does have to be done sometimes. I was yeah. wondering, do you, have you, is there many other people that also have that same sort of vision? Do they also just, like, sort of stay in the studio the whole time? Or? Um, it's It's a bit mixed because we have there's only four of us that are full-time students okay so we uh all four of us are similar i'd say um you know some people work more they're working more digitally like with Mm. you know transfers and patterning and that Mm. sort of thing and then those of us who are working more like physically on you know building the pieces or whatever is um you know, we're more we're in the studio more often, yeah. and then to you know, some people have jobs, and then um, the rest of the students are kind of part time, so they're only doing one module, and so they're in the studio kind of maybe two days a week, if that, maybe one day a week, and so it's hard really to like, it's hard to judge yourself yeah. based on other people because yeah, everyone yeah. has a different like work ethic and everyone has a different way of working yeah yeah so it's um which is good in a lot of ways because you know obviously you don't want to compare yourself to other people because that just leads to self-doubt and that's never good (laughs) there will always be those greater and lesser than yourself yeah because and and if if you're always comparing yourself to people that are better you at least need to compare yourself to people that are worse keep a balance yeah (laughs) (laughs) definitely that's the problem though is that people don't because it's like you know they only see the people that are better than them yeah and it's like i was gonna ask you because i feel like at least in my mind your field is a bit more competitive but do you feel that at all with like the other students here or is it more inclusive so um to, to me the field doesn't feel that competitive um, when I've been like looking through different um, sorts of sources on how people you know attain the job for example but that's mainly because 
everybody wants engineers. I, I feel like it's mm. one of them degrees which can be applied to so many different places. I've seen people in video games, movies, and loads of different things where you actually wouldn't think that's an engineer that's done it. Um, and so for me, I sort of just try to keep an open mind uh, and sort of focus in on what my strengths are and where I'd like to apply them. Okay. Um, and so, like, uh, yeah, I don't really, I've never, I don't really view competition. Um, I don't really experience any of it because I'm always just trying to help people uh, and be helped by people and it's much more of a collaboration than it is a competition if that makes sense yeah no that that's nice that's always a good it's always better to have collaboration than competition anyway yeah yeah. and I think when you have sort of a like you said the job market is very broad I feel like that kind of helps as well because you have different strengths and and that sort of thing are you focused in on like where you want to go after school or have you not really thought about that yet (laughs) Um, I've I've thought about it but I've not came to a conclusion Mm. Um, I sort of there's the Be Inspired scheme at the university and they help you launch your business provide some support whilst you're operating your business and getting it off the ground and stuff um, and so I'll be going through that and try and solidify um, a stream of income, which is um, regardless of if I'm in work or if I'm looking for work, for example. Um, and then, the, well, it was COVID that taught me that you need to sort of find your own security and not just constantly depend on other Definitely. Um, but other than that, no, no, I would really like to work in sort of the incubation and innovation um, sectors where people are getting ideas from scratch and mm-hmm. sort of bringing them into reality. Um, but what about you? What, what are you thinking? So I also am sort of in the, I've thought about a lot of things and I have the added challenge of figuring out visa issues oh. because, you know, currently on a student visa, but as soon as my the program ends, it's sort of all of my, all of my security in that is gone Um, so that's sort of my first line of defense and obviously uh, a work visa you have to have a job um, lined up and um, but they also have like a graduate visa which is sort of like you know you can stay but you have to still I think have a plan okay so that's sort of you know in in my um, always in the back of my mind (laughs) so it's um it's yeah it's one of those things where you kind of like you can't let it you know stress you out to the point where you're useless and yeah, not yeah, able yeah. to do any like work um but it's definitely something you have to think about yeah. and you know I've got you know people to talk to and they have the international student like support here is really really good and so you know got to make make appointments with people and you know know who to talk to yeah so but yeah it's a yeah definitely a bit of an added added sort of hurdle (laughs) for me but um yeah definitely I would love to stick around after uni because obviously the whole point of coming here is because they have you know ceramic industry jobs that Mm -hmm. sort of would would make use of both of my degrees that I'll have um so, yeah, there's a lot of different, um, like, income revenues you can sort of go with, whether it's, you know, teaching or exhibiting your work at galleries yeah. or, you know, going more of the factory designer route. Yeah, yeah. So Definitely it's all about kind of what is, 
you know, with the, the current work I'm doing, I feel like sort of the exhi- exhibition type, yeah. you know, working in with galleries and stuff is probably more where my strengths are. Yeah. But, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep the options open. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Because some opportunities fly from directions you're just not expecting as well. Yeah. I was wondering, is, with the, the, you mentioned about the visa. Um, we obviously we're in Brexit, aren't we? And that's like, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like, I, I don't really know. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody knows what the outcomes will actually be. But does that mean that the legislation and the rules are constantly shifting underneath your feet as well? Uh, I mean, not that I've experienced, but I do know that it, it it did sort of make it a little bit trickier as pre-Brexit, at least what I've understood, is if I had gotten a visa, it would have been good for anywhere in the in EU. Yeah. Whereas now, obviously, it's just the UK. So I'm working specifically with the UK government. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, which is... It's you know I mean working with any working with any government <laughs> is a headache and a half, yep. but um, yeah so it, it is a bit you know it's it's sort of limited my scope in terms of like where the visa is applicable which yeah. is only in the UK yeah. now, but um, it's. I don't know. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just one of them. Just yeah. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose there's a lot of things that we don't actually get the opportunity to control in life. And, and I guess that's one of the, the more interesting parts of it is finding where you can actually fit in, inside of it all. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when things, you know, you can only control so much, like you said. So you kind of just have to go with go with the flow on everything yeah. else yeah. and uh, hope for the best. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's, you know. In that sense, it's been a bit, it's a little bit limiting, but it's, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I I know somebody that recently, well, I know a few graduates, um, and a lot of them go to graduate schemes, some of them more towards, like, apprenticeships and stuff, but... Stoke is really a really good place for this the ceramics and getting into it, um, just just because of the heritage and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's been it's been really amazing seeing all of the you know we've gone on a few factory tours and mm. um, just like the history of ceramics that's so deeply like deeply rooted in the city, and and even just that sort of it's common knowledge throughout the city. Yeah. Like you know anyone I talk to. That I mean, initially you kind of get the like, why did you come to Stoke <laughs> sort of thing? Like, why here? I know when you've got options, like yeah, options. and and then but then when I say, oh well, I'm doing my MA in ceramics, they're like, oh okay, that makes sense yeah. then. Yeah. But it is I and I feel like I have nothing but love for Stoke, and I don't know <laughs> if it's because I'm sort of seeing it through rose-colored glasses because I'm like <laughs> new and bright-eyed and like you know, but it's really like. It's a really cute city, and I feel like I I have just really enjoyed all of the all of my time that I've been here, and okay, cool. yeah, yeah, it's been it's been I don't know everyone's been so nice, welcoming, like both within the uni and like just out and about, mm-hmm. um, like the I mean this says more about how much I 
eat out the versus uh, like anything else but the lady at the rights on uh, oh yeah college i come in she goes you want a chicken tikka and i'm, <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> but it's she remembers but yeah. yeah it's like you know it's i don't know it's that i've always i'm a sucker for like that small town yeah. feel yeah, okay. where it's like you know you you walk into this shop and it's the same lady working every time and it's like you know they know your order or you know yeah. whatever it is and i just i love i feel like all of stoke kind of has that feeling yeah. where it's like it's big and it's a big enough city that you know it's not too you know everyone's not all in your business yeah 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 but it's like it has that small town feel and you know it's 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 been really nice See, for me that was i think that's one of the problems and why i would really like to just like get out of the city um and it, it's that familiarity with mm-hmm. loads of people and i feel like um i know loads of people and wherever i go and stuff and as you say um people in your business yeah <laughs> people in your business <laughs> not that i've got a problem with it whatsoever but it's the fact that if i went into somewhere that's foreign to me mm-hmm. i've got that whole as you say the rose glasses it being new to me and then i can you know find what's available um, around you know different areas um but it is it is a comfortable place but Aldous Huxley says familiarity breeds complacency. Yeah. I don't want to get complacent. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being too complacent already. If that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, you know, like I said, because it, it, this is all new to me here. And, you know, even because I'm familiar with a lot of, like, British like slang and you know <laughs> you know i if someone says lift i'm like i know what that is you oh, know is that, is that is that something that's sort of british i thought yeah. lift was just like, lift well, and because we call it an elevator oh sorry i thought you meant like a lift is in a lift to a place like oh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> no like if someone yeah if, if someone says like lift versus elevator cookie versus biscuit like okay. all the <laughs> but like coming to like stoke and sort of the midlands north-ish it's a some of it's a completely different like slang like the first time someone called me duck i was like (laughs) oh okay um but and i feel like i feel like that is one thing and again it might be sort of my like oh cute sort of like american (laughs) we love an accent kind of thing but um you know everyone's so liberal with like the sort of in terms of endearment Mm, you know mm. like you know they'll call each other like sweetheart or sweet or duck or um you know it's and it's very much just like part of the vernacular here yeah yeah whereas like you would not do that like (laughs) i feel like if anything it's sort of the opposite in in the states where like if you call someone sweetie it's like a derogatory thing okay, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh sweetie like <laughs> that's not <laughs> and like and so it's just really it's been really funny here but yeah there's been a few terms that have completely threw me mm. uh this one's a it's a bit it, it's a bit embarrassing but you know i'm gonna go for it because we in our like TIs, we just do like the technical introduction type things, and one of the the techs at the studio said something about, you know, basically like don't do this, or like you know make sure you're cleaning up after yourself, otherwise you know muggins will do it or mm-hmm. muggins will have to do it or something, mm-hmm. and I. I didn't. I was just like, oh, is there another tech <laughs> named Muggins? 
And for those of you who are from the north, you already know where this is going. Um, but then, like, this was months later then. So that happened. I was like, okay, weird. There's this ghost tech that I don't know. And, um, like, months later, I was at a, f- uh, a friend's house for Christmas. And she said something about... Like, yeah, I think she said to her partner, she was like, well, don't leave it there because then Muggins will have to do it. (laughs) And I literally like on her couch, like I looked at her. I was like, wait, hold on a second. Like just that realization of you're like, oh, my gosh. And I was like. Do you mean to tell me Muggins that Muggins? (laughs) I was like, that Muggins is just like you. And she kind of looked at me. She's like, "Yeah, it's like, like, oh my god." So like this whole it was, it's like a phrase, and I like took it literally, and it so that's that's haunted me for a while. I love that. that. But yeah, I feel like Muggins is a great nickname for somebody that is just having just like sort of clean up after you. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was, yeah, one of, one of the, (laughs) one of the more embarrassing moments of, like, me figuring out this new sort of culture that I'm, (laughs) that I'm in. I didn't think it would, it would be as big of a change as it has been, but, um, yeah, anyway. (laughs) Expectations always break reality, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, for sure. I do love that story, though. I think it was absolutely awesome, and like coming from your point of view that is that's something where it's just completely out of context and just dropped onto you and sort of just expected you to know yeah yeah very very strange um i think that's all the time we've got for today so thank you for joining us on this the first episode of our podcast join us for our next episode where we will be speaking with Reese, a student at Staffs who transitioned during their time at university, and student inclusion manager Portia Bentley, where we'll be chatting all things diversity at university. You can find out more about our students' experience on YouTube or discover more about it at Staffordshire University at www.staffs.ac.uk. Don't forget to tell us what you think about the podcast so far, what you'd like to hear on it, or if you have any questions for us by tagging at StaffsUni or using the hashtag StudentConnectPodcast on social media. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Nesta. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Student Connect podcast. We really hope you enjoyed and we're looking for somebody to help us become a little bit more familiar with the audience. And we were thinking a nice jingle would be awesome. We'd love one of our students to make it. So if you are interested, please send us a direct message.